Good morning and welcome. It's that time once again. A beautiful Thursday, the Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. One of the longest, maybe the longest, I don't know. Uh, I don't even know if I know how to even find that, but 20, about two years now we've been doing this right here. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592, wealth insurance. It's really what we do. You know, when you think about all the insurance uh, that you have to have, you, you know, I, I talk a lot about my mom. Uh, she is going to be, what, 74 here in a little bit. And and it's she's had a bad year. And more than ever, I realized, man, it's impossible. <laughs> you can't. I don't know if you can save enough money uh, to be able to survive uh, without things like long-term care insurance. And of course, you got to have the Medicaid and the Medicare insurance. You know, the medical insurance, the car insurance, especially. Uh, if you're not such a good driver and the older you get, you seem to really need that more and more and all the other things that you have to to be cognizant of and prepare for and be aware of. And the one thing they try to tell you, you you don't have to do is to have wealth insurance, right? Give all the money to them and, and the, somehow they'll make it all okay, even though they know really the end game is what? To destroy it. Uh, when you think about uh, the Federal Reserve, and of course, we're going to have a whole new era of Federal Reserve as the, the not only is the top person, Janet Yellen, not going to be in office, uh, the, the vice chair and the New York Fed uh, chair are all stepping down. And we'll have a, a brand new Federal Reserve. I don't even know. I know this. I wasn't around. The last time that happened, or at least if I was, I was a little kid, where you had not only the number one, but the number two and the number three, all essentially leaving at the same time. But just remember this, when they talk about inflation, know what that really is. And of course, the fact that they have to lie about it should tell you all that you need to know. And they lie about how bad it is. Or isn't, right? You know, right now you got to believe there isn't any. Anybody who's been living on fixed income for the last 10 years can tell you they're full of crap, right? Your, your cost of living adjustments, I think, what was it? This year, I think you get like 10 or $15. I'm not sure. Uh, but that's like the biggest event, uh, increase if you're living off of Social Security you've seen in 10 years. But remember what it is. It's devaluation. They want to lessen the buying power of your money. And if people told you that, how would you feel? Would you vote for that type of a system? Hey, we're going to, we just wanted to, you know, just a little bit. And we're going to lie about exactly how big of a bid it is to, on top of that. And you think about the 2%, right? That's their favorite thing. And now you're, you're actually hearing people talk already 
uh, and not the ones that are leaving, by the way, the ones that are staying, about, hey, maybe that number needs to be a little higher. Okay, just 2% a year. Let's, we just want to devalue 2% a year. You know, 10 years, that's 20%. You know, that's a lot. And, of course, like we, as we know, the the 2% number doesn't really apply to us, right? That number is far, far greater. And this is why they don't want you to have wealth insurance. And, and you think about one of the big arguments that they had for decades of why you didn't want to own gold and silver. Well, it doesn't pay interest, right? Nothing pays interest now, right? You know, treasury bills, I mean, you're going to loan somebody your hard-earned wealth to get 2% for 10 years? Really? And does anybody think that's a good idea? I know they're going to devalue by 2% a year, but I'm going to get 2% over 10, and somehow that's going to be a great deal. And that's the other part. See, when, when they can't devalue it enough, do uh, doing what they want to do. They'll attack it even more and bring interest rates down to nothing and really try to force you to what? Force you to go into debt, force you to be super risky with your money, force everybody to spend money now versus later, and, and now they're trying to tell you these tax cuts are going to save us. And then it's not going to work. The website today at allamericangold.com. Listen, you've got to go there every day. It's got to be part of your favorites. Monday through Friday, you got to be out there. You never know what's going to be there. I will tell you, we hardly talk about most of the stuff that's out there. Uh, but today, really good stuff out there today, uh, especially when you're talking about something happened in the metals market that hasn't happened since 2001. And we'll talk about that, and it has to do with palladium. Those of you that have owned any palladium over the years, uh, you're going to want to tune into that. Uh, and then something very interesting now. You know, now we have to read restaurant news because it's such a big driver of jobs. I want to give you an update on where they say the restaurant industry is headed. Patriot Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dial. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Talking about why you want to hold gold. I'm going to make it real simple for you. You know, Eric used to tell my uncle. For those of you who don't know who Eric is, uh, he's the one that started Patriot uh, back in the '90s. He used to tell the story of a twenty-dollar gold piece you know, a Liberty or, or a St. Gaudens, and would say, you know, back in 1900, a $20 gold piece bought you a cow, bought you a steer, bought you a heifer, whatever other word I can think of. Right, where's my thesaurus? I need to come up with more words for cow. And, of course, you know, $20 back then was a lot of money. But you buy a cow. Today, that $20 uh, maybe buys you a 
I don't know if it can get you a pound of filet. <laughs> Maybe you get four pounds of ground beef, right? You don't get the whole cow. You don't get it anywhere close to the whole cow for that twenty dollars. And of course, right now a a you know gold's what twelve twelve hundred and eighty five bucks this morning. You still buy the cow with that gold piece, and that's what gold does. Whatever you have worked your whole life for. Gold keeps you whole. And, and that's a hard circuit. You think about ah, a cow, who buys a cow, right? Maybe a, a few of you ranchers out there, and, and we've got some customers that uh, are in the cattle industry. Maybe you understand that a little better. But, but I'm, I'm going to do something a little more recent. You know, my wife is here today. Hi, honey. She, she's working for Arlene. Arlene had surgery last week. She's doing well for those of you uh, that are actually, and she'll be uh, out again next week, and then we'll see. Hopefully the week after she'll be back. Uh, but my wife's here, and it, and it got me thinking about when we bought our first house. And we moved up, for those of you, and pardon me, those of you that don't live in Arizona, we, we bought a house up in Anthem. Uh, back in what was it 2001 we moved in the average cost of a home in 2001 was $136,000 and it's funny that was about we bought pretty much about the average home I think our what, what was ours honey 135 132 something like that I mean so we we're that was us the average cost of a new home today is over $300,000. Now, I bring this up because if you took $136,000 back in 2001, you could have bought a new home or 453 $20 gold pieces. Now, fast forward to today. You still got this $136,000. Because of what the Federal Reserve in fiat money is really about, you cannot buy that new home. You can't buy a new home for $136,000. can't be done. I mean, it literally may not be able to get done. I don't. I mean, you can maybe buy like one of those townie houses, you know, that they have on TV and stuff. But, but you understand my point. The average cost of a new home, if you had one hundred thirty-six thousand, you couldn't do it. In two thousand one, you could have. If you had put that money into gold, you'd have five hundred eighty thousand dollars. Still buy that new home. See what I'm saying? That's what gold does. The average cost of a new car was about $25,000 in 2001. Today, the average cost of a new car, new vehicle, is $35,000, $40,000. A stamp 
was 34 cents. A, a pound of bacon, which, by the way, I, my wife was noticing this the other day. Well, she, she probably noticed it long before the other day, just said it when I was in the store with her, about how they don't even make bacon in pound packages hardly anymore. Right? Somehow the pound of bacon has gone to 12 ounces. You know, right? And it costs a whole heck of a lot more than $3.22. A loaf of bread was $1.82. A dozen eggs was $0.90. Cents. And, and so when you think about why it is that we call gold wealth insurance, all as gold does, Gold doesn't change. A $20 gold piece is still a $20 gold piece. It hasn't changed. It was a $20 gold piece in 1885. It was a $20 gold piece in 1925. It's still a $20 gold piece in 2017. What has changed is the value of fiat money. And when you think about where they want to take us. Now, they don't say it the way I'm going to say it, because if they said it the way I say it, right? all of you would be like, hey, wait a minute, we need to do something else. When you think about why it was our founding fathers did not want the money to be fiat, why they physically wrote in the Constitution that our money should be gold and silver, Because they had very real-world experience with fiat money. And what I'm talking about, you know, your, your Boston Tea Party, right? And they dressed up like the Indians and threw all the coffee into the, into the bay. What people don't really uh, understand about that is a lot of the anger that led up to that had to do with fiat money. Had to do with the issuance of paper script and having that script become worthless and and all of the colonists colonists feeling cheated by what? By by England, and of course, the tea that they dumped into the bay was that I want to say, and I don't know the official term. Uh, and I know my uh, one of our teachers in Maryland, a good customer of ours, he probably knows, but I think he was like the governor or whatever he was. Uh, it was his tea that they dumped uh, because they went back to gold and silver, but they had very real world experience. They understood what was really going to happen. And you think about uh, one of the articles on our website, we're not going to go into detail about it, but it talks about health care costs and how much of the economy now is health care. I mean, it's staggering, like 20% of the entire economy now is health care. You know, I started the show talking about my mom. She's had a bad year, and she's struggling with all of these things. And, and if you didn't have insurance, Uh, You just couldn't, you'd be broke. And the reason isn't because the doctors have changed, right? Doctors are still doctors. 
right? Hospitals are still hospitals, and nurses are still nurses, and and yes, maybe some of the technology has changed, but the anatomy of the human body hasn't. What has changed is everything they touch. Really think about it. Their, their hands are all over the housing market, right? Their hands are all over the medical field, right, and Obamacare and all of these things. College education, their hands are all over it. You talk about investing in the debt market, right? Billionaire, I call it the, the billionaire row on my direct TV with all the stations dedicated to debt. Everything they've touched, right? They've turned it into essentially this unaffordable nightmare for more and more Americans. And every year that goes by, more and more of them continue to lose out. And and they think somehow that by creating the the mythical restaurant job, and I say mythical because I, I, I don't believe it now. Now it's gotten ridiculous that... Uh, the only jobs out there that we're creating are all these restaurant jobs. And you know what's so funny is now we read restaurant news. Yeah. If you would have told me 15 years ago, hey, Joe, you're going to be on the air talking to people about the importance of having gold and silver in their portfolio. Right, and I'm not telling hey, you. Listen, don't put all your money into into gold or silver, but you need to have it. You need to set aside X amount of dollars as your store of value. So as the devaluation continues, you're still able to buy stuff. And they want to tell us about the the great economy, and you know, there's a reason why it doesn't feel so great because all these jobs that they've been talking about are dominated by waiters and waitresses and bartenders and busboys and cooks. And this article, by the way, here's one of the we're actually going to talk about that's on our website, so you can look at it for yourself if you don't want to take my word for it. You want any evidence that Wall Street is pushing companies to expand? Look no further than Red Robin Gourmet Burgers Inc. Right, you know Red Robin. Right, they're every. I think they're everywhere. I mean, they're everywhere here. You know, it's just like everything else. They're part of whether Red Robin or Applebee's or IHOP or or TGI Fridays. Of course, there's less and less of those. You know, they're Texas Roadhouse and Outback. They're they're just like the retail stuff. Right, they're on every exit. Red Robin reported disappointing sales and earnings on Monday and said it plans to put the brakes on development while they look for a strategy that works. That's code word for, hey, we know what, we're done opening restaurants. Investors pounded the stock, pushing it down more than 30% at one point on Tuesday, Erasing much of the gains over the past year. Still has a gain, right? It lost 30%. Still has a gain over the past year. 
several chains are are beginning to get religion on concerns about overdevelopment, right? And I think, you know, and I, we talk about it all the time. Retail's already in it, right? They, they, they covered over the real problems with debt. They brought down the interest rates. They all got the refi. They all got to pretend like they, they were doing better than what they were, and it's just all overdone. And now, according to the restaurant news, the boom in restaurants is coming to an end. Red Robin joined BJ's Restaurants, Zoe's Kitchen, Potbelly Corp, amongst chains that have planned to curb development. I like how they say development, right? They're not going to open up any more locations. Pushed by Wall Street and private investors, restaurant chains have been growing for years outpacing demand and finally putting pressure on industry traffic. Industry traffic has fallen 23 out of the last 24 months. Yeah, that's despite low employment, a booming stock market, rising home values, and a quote-unquote growing economy. Something doesn't add up. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily broadcast from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. And we're upholding the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly, grassroots activist, author of 27 books, and articulate voice for traditional values for more than 70 years. And now, from the archives of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, here is Phyllis Schlafly. It was on November 9, 1989, that the Soviet Union announced that people could freely cross the Berlin Wall from communism into freedom. President Ronald Reagan's greatest achievement was to bring about the collapse of the Soviet Empire, and it was a stunning event. Anyone who might have predicted this when Reagan became president would have been pitied as a little nuts. Hardly anybody believed that the Soviet Union would collapse in our lifetime. In the years preceding Reagan's presidency, U.S. foreign policy was dictated by Henry Kissinger, who believed that the Soviet Union would be the world's number one superpower and that his job was to negotiate the best second place for the United States. Kissinger believed we had to accept a future built on Khrushchev's peaceful coexistence, Richard Nixon's detente, Mikhail Gorbachev's perestroika, and treaties that accepted U.S. strategic inferiority to the Soviet Union. When Ronald Reagan came into office, his strategy was completely different. It was, we win, they lose. In 1983, he dared to label the Soviet Union as an evil empire. He designed our nation's future built on victory over communism. That attitude was what led him to go to Berlin in 1987 and dare to say, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Reagan wrote those words into the speech himself. Reagan was the architect of the awesome victory that took place in the first year after he finished his term. As Margaret Thatcher summed it up, Ronald Reagan won the Cold War without firing a shot. 
Victory over communism happened because Reagan demanded it, both in rhetoric and in policy decisions. And millions of people owe their freedom today to the vision and the courage of a true leader, Ronald Reagan. Thanks for listening to the Phyllis Schlafly Report. You'll be glad to know the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly continues, upheld by Ed Martin, president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Chairman Helen Marie Taylor, Treasurer John Schlafly, a full staff in St. Louis in our nation's capital, and thousands of citizen volunteers, her eagles, across the country. You can be part of that legacy at phyllisschlafly.com. That's phyllisschlafly.com. Welcome back. Patriot Radio News Hour 800 951 uh, gold's up a couple bucks here, uh, $1,285 uh, today, uh, U.S. $20 Liberties and $20 Saints. You get to pick them, either one, do you want a couple of each, whatever you want to do, mix them, match them, uh, $1,335 at 800-951-0592, you know, you think about what we talked about with what happened in a what, and gold was you know three hundred bucks. The average home was one hundred thirty six thousand. A car was only the average new car was only twenty five grand. Now new the average new car is like forty. Then an average price of a new home is somewhere between three hundred three hundred forty thousand dollars. I think the last. And it varies a little bit, but I want to say uh, some three forty, maybe three fifty. I I I know it's somewhere in that area. Hundred thirty six to three fifty. Right, the house is still the house. Right, it hasn't changed. It's the house. Got four walls. You know, a couple of bedrooms, two three bedrooms, a bathroom or two. Well, maybe three or four. And now you think, what well, what's going to happen over the next 16 years? That's not that long. You know, it's so funny. Our oldest son is 18. By the way, I, I, I'm so proud. He was voted first team all region uh, by his uh, the coaches of the uh, the head coaches of the region that his football team plays in. Uh, made first team all region. He's got, what, six, seven months left of high school. And we're talking about, you know, how quick that time goes by. And to think about all of the things, you know, just in that, his brief life. And now, what's going to be in another 16 years? What are we going to be looking at? What? This is the thing about what Fitch talked about yesterday. I mean, this is what you're really going to have to believe. The average car is going to have to be, I don't know, 80, 90, 100,000. A new home, just an average new home, probably going to be pushing a million bucks. And gold's what, three. Four, five thousand an ounce. 
because you do know that that's the path. Right? That That's what fiat money does. See, and all this gold's going to do is keep you whole. What used to cost 130000 in 01, right? If you put that money into gold, you could still get it today. If you turn around, call me up, Joe, all of my gold, buying a house. Right? You could do it. If you had that money sitting in the bank, you couldn't. Right? If you had it even in the stock market, think about the stock market. The stock market hasn't doubled since 01. They'd like you to think it has. Of course, it's got a, the problem is doubling isn't enough. Right? That'd only be 270000 You'd still be light. So when you think about, you know, what, where you are in your life, you think about yesterday's show. If you didn't listen to the yesterday's show, you need to pay attention to what Fitch really said. See, because you're going to get in, and if you were uh, like a lot of people, you probably heard me talk about it, Googled it, either found the article I was reading from, or you found some other sanitized version. But if you actually find the whole report, and you start reading, and, and first of all, you got to understand what it is Fitch is saying. And that's kind of the hard part, because they, they make it a lot more complicated than it needs to be. What they said was, we don't see a good solution here. And the tax cuts don't make it better. Right? The tax cuts may be a small blip, but after that little... Uh, blip up, it, it, we've got reality to deal with, and the tax cuts aren't going to get rid of the reality. A new head of the Federal Reserve is not going to get rid of the reality. The reality is very simple. Debt to GDP is exploding. It's going to be 4% this year, and of course this year, 2018 fiscal year, okay, which puts the fake debt at $800 billion plus. Remember a week ago, may have been two, when Goldman Sachs came out and said, you know, we've we got some new math. Apparently they, they went back to, you know, fifth grade math and said, one trillion dollar deficits will be here before 2020. And again, that's the the low number. One trillion dollars a year. Fitch took it a step further. Said, you know, 2020, that's like next week, right? In in financial times. It's already 2018. 2020, you know, that's that's like next week. Let's go out to 2027. What they're worried about are debts that exceed $2 trillion a year. Of course, I've already told you all that stuff. And you've got to start putting all of these pieces of the puzzle together, and you think about 
where where the markets are, what gold's going to do, and, and, and you had this brief time. I'll go back to the Alan Greenspan, we're going to have the deficit paid off by 2010. Right, That was in the late 90s. Clinton had just run the fake budget surplus. Even though the national debt grew, they were running surpluses. What was that, 96, 97, maybe 98? By 2001, gold hit all-time lows, right, because they had fixed it, right? We've got the deficit since the 80s. We took the deficit from 1971 of $400 billion. We ran it up to $5 trillion. But don't worry, we fixed it. It's going to be paid off by 2010. Gold hits the low. Now think about what they tried to claim this time around. We're going to talk about that next. U.S. $20 Liberties and Saints. Don't wait too long. You know, you think about any year but this year. We had $1,285 spot gold. These You're looking 14, 14 and a quarter. Thirteen thirty-five for a twenty-dollar Liberty or a twenty-dollar Saint. Just remember, right? You can still buy a whole cow for that. And you know what? Ten years from now, still be able to. Twenty years from now, still be able to. That's what it does. Does it make you wealthy? No. What it does is it locks your wealth in. But hey, whatever I can buy then, I can buy now. I mean, that's that's really what it does. And you think about the last low, and, I, and I've been saying this repeatedly. This is 2001 again. Right? We have a first-term Republican, right? George Bush, took office after eight years of Clinton. Right? Donald Trump takes office after eight years of Obama. We have a Federal Reserve that claims they fixed it, right? Alan Greenspan, we fixed it. I'm the maestro. Matter of fact, they wrote books about me, how great I am, right? We've got Ben Bernanke wrote his book, The Courage to Act, right? How great he was. And they talk about how they've solved the problem. For Greenspan, it was a national debt problem, right? That was when people talked about balanced budgets and, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Crazy talk. No one talks about that anymore. Matter of fact, they willingly say, hey, we're just going to go higher. Let's get rid of the debt ceiling. And they claim that their policies are going to create nirvana, the stock market. Right, it just hit all-time highs back then. We're at all-time highs now, right? All of these similarities. And what has slowly been coming, I say it slowly, right? Because first it was Goldman, right, a week and a half ago. and Now it's Fitch, and, and you're starting to see other people saying, eh, you know what, got a little problem here with all of this talk about fixing stuff. The debt is massive. 
And no matter what happens, I don't care if there's a tax cut, a tax increase, (laughs) raising interest rates, lowering interest rates, none of it's going to stop it. And we've hit the point now where because it's so big, they don't know how we're going to get out now. See, before it wasn't big enough. Well, it's less than 3% of GDP, so it's okay. Listen, they all said it. The same guys you listen to today on the Billionaire Channel. 15 years ago, they were telling you why $5 trillion was okay. Well, it's less than 3% of GDP. We're doing just fine. And, you know, GDP's $12 trillion. That's, that's only five trillion. See, it's fine. Of course, now, right, the national debt has surpassed GDP. Now, we are going to run continual annual deficits in the best of time. Much greater than 3% of GDP. The fears are, hey, this thing could go north of 10% of GDP. And I think, yeah, I think so. I very easily can see years where we hit $3 trillion of debt in a single year in the next 10. Easy. Won't even be that hard. And all of this fake, we fixed it crap. And trust me, it's fake. They didn't fix anything. You know what they did? They ran the printing press even faster. That was their brilliant plan. Right? And if you want to be fooled by it, I guess you can be. But make no mistake about it. Their solution to a debt problem was, let's go into debt even faster. And again, it works for a little while. They fixed it, right, a few years back. Gold hit its low of 1050 right, which, you know, thinking about really the, the pattern here. When gold finally broke through its previous all-time high, that 800, it went to 1050 Then it sold off to 700 then it went to 1900 right, it came all the way back to the almost to the penny to the thousand fifty. That was December twenty fifteen. Almost to the penny, right? I mean this is how, you know, the robots and the machines work. Now it's been it's up, it's almost thirteen hundred bucks. Right? And we've been as high as what, thirteen fifty this year. Right? So we're up to about two hundred and fifty bucks from the low. Not too bad, but it's just the beginning because what they realize is, oh, wait a minute, now what do we do? Right? There's talking about lowering the balance sheet. Remember what I told you about balance sheet reduction? Central banks have tried this in the past. You know, you didn't hear it on the billionaire channel. And, and they haven't tried it one or two times every single time they caused recession. Now they're talking about this tax cut and blowing up the debt. 
Vince said, eh, may help for about six months, maybe a year. But then we're back to dealing with the reality. U.S. $20 Liberties and Saints at $1335 at 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Final segment, Patriot Radio News Hour. Gold's up three. Depending on where you look, could be up six. Uh, $1,287. Silver just went back above $17 to the ounce. Uh, And again, depending on where you look, it's either down uh, $0.12 or it's flat. Uh, but, But make no mistake about it. The cracks are starting to appear. I know it doesn't look that way. Right? They don't want you to think it. Remember what I talked about with the restaurants today. And I only bring it up because that's the big growth job engine. And according to restaurant news, that engine getting ready to stop. I told you at the break, I was going to talk about palladium real quick. Palladium, for the first time since 2001, has crossed $1,000. A strong demand out of China. Uh, palladium is going to run an 830-ounce deficit this year. Uh, and palladium, just so you know, the last time it broke 1,000 in 01, it went all the way back down to 200 bucks. So be careful. Went all the way back down to 200 bucks. And I remember it was Sarah's dad. It was Jim. The he was here. Him and Eric and I worked together for a couple. Of, I don't even know if we made it a couple of years, but I remember the day he was like, "We gotta sell palladium," and it was it was under two hundred dollars. Uh, broke a thousand dollars. Matter of fact, it's above a thousand dollars again today. Uh, the first time since two thousand and one, and this actually seems to be a supply demand issue, but at $1,000 an ounce, if there's palladium out there, they're going to find it. Uh, if it was me, I'd take your profits. If you own palladium right now, I'd be a seller, uh, and I'd be into any of the, whether it's gold, silver, or platinum, any of those three, it's a great trading opportunity. If you have palladium and you're looking to trade it, and you want to trade it into $20 gold pieces, or silver eagles, or what ounce uh, platinum? Call us, 800-951-0592. Get ready for tomorrow today. And I mean that because when you look at what outside of the headline, right, they want to talk about tax cuts and Trump's in China and every oh, North Korea, or, or maybe it's Saudi Arabia who told its citizens to leave Lebanon. Of course, Lebanon's a proxy for Iran. Is there going to be another Middle East war? Uh, by the way, I just saw, wow, Dow's down 200 points. Uh, bad news, by the way, today. Bad sales reports out of Banksy's and out of Kohl's. Uh, and Nordstrom's is going to be next uh, as the retail carnage continues. But just understand, I really want to bring this point home. This is, it's like 01 all over again. Problem was 01 was December of 15. Okay, but you're still early in this gold rally. You're still early in this silver rally. Pay attention 
to what you're not seeing in the news, what Fitch really said about the next 10 years, what Goldman Sachs really said. And now the problem is, is before you could add debt and you had the, well, it's not that bad. Now as we add the debt, all the numbers that they used to say, man, it was okay, are being smashed and shattered. 800 951 Libs and $20 Saints, thirteen thirty-five today. Everyone take care. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday. We'll be back one more time for a wonderful Friday tomorrow. We'll be right back.